Welcome to the Sermon Podcast of First Christian Church, Disciples of Christ of St. Paul, located in Matamidi, Minnesota. We are a suburban congregation united in Christ and grounded in the values of diversity, solidarity, and witness. You can learn more about us by going to fccstpaul.org. Here is this week's sermon. We have two texts this morning. The first comes from the book of Numbers, chapter 21, verses 4 through 9. From Mount Hor, they sent out by the way to the Red Sea to go around the land of Edom. But the people became impatient along the way. The people spoke against God and against Moses. Why have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there is no food and no water, and we detest this miserable food. Then the Lord sent poisonous serpents among the people, and they bit the people so that many Israelites died. The people came to Moses and said, We have sinned by speaking against the Lord and against you. Pray to the Lord to take the serpents away from us. So Moses prayed to the pe- for the people, and the Lord said to Moses, Make a poisonous serpent and set it on a pole. Then everyone who is bitten shall look at it and live. So Moses made a serpent of bronze and put it on a pole. And whenever a serpent bit someone, that person would look at the uh, the serpent of bronze and live. Our second passage comes from John 3, verses 14 through 21. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but may have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send the son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Those who believe in him are not condemned, but those who do not believe are condemned already because they have not believed in the name of the only Son of God. And this is the judgment, that the light has come into the world, and the people love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For all who do evil hate the light, and do not come to the light, so that their deeds may not be exposed. But those who do come, who do what is true, come to the light, so that it may be clearly seen that their deeds have been done, in God. This is the word of God for all the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Well, it was late last year that we found out that we finally had a vaccine for the coronavirus. It came so quickly. We thought that it would probably take several years before we could get a working vaccine, and yet we found one. And maybe you saw that first video of that first person in the United States getting that shot. It happened to be a nurse from New Jersey. After months of living in fear, there was now a glimmer of hope. There was a vaccine that could keep the coronavirus at bay. 
Of course, the advent of vaccines has now given us a whole new problem, trying to get the vaccine. Here in Minnesota, like in a lot of other states, the first people to receive the vaccine were the ones that were the most vulnerable, those over the age of 65. So I was trying very hard to find um, my, to get my mother connected so she could get her first shot. Um, they had a state, they had a lottery that they tried. That did not work so well. But then in early February, I got this email and it said that my, it was my mother's turn from her um, clinic to schedule an appointment. So I was incredibly quick. I swooped in, I found the time, and I was able to set the, up the appointment. In fact, on Friday, she got her second dose. So I felt a sense of relief that my mother was vaccinated. And now I'm, I'm happy that I, today, uh, or that Friday, we were able to make appointments, myself and Daniel, my husband, to get um, our shots, first doses, next week. People are looking to those vaccines as saviors, and they are saviors. They are saviors from sickness and death. The vaccines give us a chance to protect ourselves from the virus, and they will definitely protect us from getting very ill or dying. It doesn't matter what vaccine we get, whether it's Johnson & Johnson or Moderna or Pfizer, the vaccine gives us a chance to live our lives again. Getting it means that we have a bit more freedom and it heals the public from the horror of the coronavirus. Now in our two texts for today, we are hearing about a bronze serpent. And Jesus talks about it towards the end of his talk with Nicodemus. And they are having this discussion and Nicodemus is having a hard time understanding what Jesus is talking about. He talks about being born again and he cannot really get it into his mind what that means. So Jesus tries to explain by bringing up the serpent. And he says, and just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the son of man be lifted up that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. But what was Jesus talking about? Like I said, Nicodemus would understand this story. He would have remembered the story of his people, the Israelites, as they traveled from Egypt, they were traveling from captivity to the promised land. And in that history, we learn that the people aren't happy. They start to complain. They complain to Moses that they wish that they could go back to Egypt because there is no food, there is no water. It's a little, also a little weird that they then say that they're tired of the detestable food. So if there was a word to describe the Israelites, it was definitely ungratefulness. God was well aware of their constant complaining. And even though God had led them out of Egypt, God provided them with food 
in the form of manna and, and, and of quail, they weren't thankful. And even worse, they constructed a golden idol to worship. God had chosen the Israelites and chose to be in relationship with them, but the Israelites were not always faithful with God. And at this point in the, in the story, God had had it up to here. You can imagine that if he was a dad driving in a car with a bunch of rowdy kids behind, that he was threatening to turn the car around and end the vacation. And that is just what God does. God sends snakes to bite the Israelites in response. Now, we are a little disturbed when we hear about this because God is sending judgment. God is angry. And, but we also understand God had right to be. He was the one that had tried very hard to be in relationship, who had freed them from, from slavery, and yet they continued to, to ignore him. But even though God was angry, God wasn't giving up on them. God created a way of salvation. That is when God instructs Moses to create a bronze serpent and to put that bronze serpent up so that if they look on this pole with the bronze serpent on it and they were bitten, they happen to have been bitten by a snake, they look at this pole, they're healed. God was angry at the people, but God also provided a way to free them from the bonds of sin. And this is what Jesus is talking about. And Jesus goes a step further to say that he is just like that bronze statue, in that he will provide salvation and healing. My guess is that Nicodemus at this point still doesn't get it. And let's be honest, probably if we were in his shoes, we wouldn't either. At least not at first. I think though later Nicodemus did understand. After he had put Jesus on that day when Jesus was crucified, he saw Jesus on the cross and probably remembered those words that Jesus told him not long ago. Just like the bronze snake that healed those who looked at it, the cross would heal those who looked up at the crucified Savior. The cross was an instrument used by Rome for torture and death. But to people weighed down by sin, it was a vaccine. Today we are looking and hunting and hoping for the COVID vaccine because we believe that it has the power to heal us, and it does. We see it as a way to give us that sense of normality again. We are also made ill by sin. The choices that we make that turn us away from God. But the thing is, God has created a vaccine. We look to the cross for healing. Jesus on the cross is not simply the death of another troublemaker. 
It is not some way of appeasing an angry God. Instead, it is God's very self who becomes the cure to set us free. So, as we go through this whole time and in this season where we are looking for vaccines, where we're setting up appointments and waiting for our vaccines, we know that these shots that we get will bring healing, will bring some sense of normality. We are so thankful for the doctors and for the scientists that have made this possible. Let us also be thankful to God. God made a way for us, provided a way for healing through Christ on the cross. And that brings healing to our bodies and our souls. Thanks be to God. Amen. We hope today's sermon podcast was nourishment to your soul. If you'd like to know more about First Christian Church of St. Paul, please visit our website at fccstpaul.org. That's F-C-C-S-A-I-N-T-P-A-U-L.org. May God be with you in the coming week.